Welcome back, Ashy Knuckle fam. It's been quite some time. Couple weeks. My man Mark was out with the motherfucking bed. But we back, baby. What's up, Mark? Hello. You survived. I'm back from death. That boy survived. He's alive. <laughs> hey, cheers, my guy. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> So we got a big card this weekend. We got return of the motherfucking Mac, Tony Ferguson, um, taking on Michael Chandler. We'll get to that and many, many more. But um, it's good to be back. It's good to have fights, fights back. And it's it's not a quite a this is an energy with a Tony Tony Ferguson fight week. I love it. How y'all boys feeling? Feeling good about this card. This card's fucking loaded. Prelims and main cards loaded on this one. Speaking of loading, let me load this up. Uh, the prelims got some bangers on it, though. So, um, you want to jump right into those and start talking about some of the prelims? I mean, yeah. I mean, we could give Cheeto his, uh, his Cheetos from... Yeah, let's this give him weekend. his Cheetos. He deserved it. Man. Yeah, that was a fucking beatdown. God damn. Man. Yeah, he was definitely flaming hot that weekend. I didn't see that coming, though. Now you and I witness. But it, it was probably due to the fact of uh, Ralph Font's weight cut issues that he had. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I think he that looked has all something good. to do with that. He looked all good, like everything they were showing. He was like having a little fun time in the cage with his old lady. I don't know what happened. Maybe he just didn't take it too seriously, and then that last day just kicked his ass. Yeah, I think what you're saying was right, though. Like he put all that output in the first round and some change into the second round, and then that was mm-hmm. it. The tank was on E after that. I think it was a mixture of the, the tank was on E, so he was slowing down. Plus them leg kicks. Cheeto was killing him with those leg kicks. He was killing him with them. So his movement was down. And once his movement was down, Cheeto was throwing fucking bombs and elbows like a motherfucker. <clears throat> How tough is the New England cartel, though? God damn, they can take some punishment. Yeah, what they eat up there, bro? Them lobster rolls? Little lobster subs. What, what, what's in them things? The, that clam chowder. Plus two. Plus they, whatever they're eating gives them plus three chin. You want the Boston or Manhattan? They always go with the Boston. <laughs> Danny, don't be retarded. Eat the chowder. The only thing I can say about that though is they're all super talented, but they are getting the wrong. They're getting their uh, fame from the wrong thing there. They should not be on the receiving end of the worst beatings. They bounce back, though, every time. They're like they Saiyans. Do. They get a sensu bean, and they come right back. <laughs> hey, man, it's called a coffee bean, okay? This is Boston we're talking about. Not the tea, tea party. This is America. We drink coffee, okay? Forget about it. You know who should move over there? They should get Ortega over there. He should become part of that. 
he fits in with them. Yeah, one hundred percent. Cali boy. Westside. Well, yeah. Let's talk about this uh, pay per view coming up. These prelims. The the fight that stands out to me the most on here, besides the welterweight bout with uh, Randy Brown and uh, Chaos Williams, is the flyweight one with Roy Val against Schnell. That should be some good movement for the flyweight division because it needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be a healthy dose of, of like new talent coming up. I mean, they're already nine and six, but they're definitely people to watch out for, and that should be a banger of a fight. Very technical, actually. I think so too. And I'm doing this podcast shirtless in honor of my boy Tony Ferguson. I'm gonna act like you know I'm getting in the cage this weekend. So CSO. I thought you were doing it for Royval because he's Raw Dog. Raw Dog, baby, champ shit only. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I want Old Trapper Beef Jerky to sponsor us. I eat so much of this stuff. Yo, we, we we got a featherweight fight for the women's though. How about that one? Oh yes, the division actually has fighters now. Currently, I'm not looking at the rankings, but according to this. It says number 11 versus number 15. Mm-hmm. That's because they're both Bantamweight fighters. That's what I was curious about. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know there was rankings for uh, the featherweights for the women. There is. There is uh, there is a champion called Amanda Nunez and nothing else. This is how they do the um, rankings for um, the, the featherweight division. They copy and paste from the Bantamweight division. I thought it was just like sign like, do you want to fight Amanda? Sign here. I, I thought that's how it goes. Do you want to not cut 10 pounds? That's basically what it is. Yeah. It's basically, hey, you guys aren't going anywhere anytime soon for um, the Bantamweight title, but we can give you a chance at the Featherweight title if y'all just want to not cut weight. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. Because... The saving grace for featherweight was gonna be Kayla Harrison, but yeah, her yeah we we all know how that turned out. I mean, and now she's talking shit, hiding behind that long ass PFL contract. How long is it? Uh, seven years. The rest of her career. Oh, I take this. Seven years, Jesus. This is the fight that it's not the main event for the prelims, but it's the main event in my eyes. It's Randy Brown against Chaos Williams. Bro, there's no favorite unless you want to go into negatives with the favorites. There's a slight favorite. Uh, yeah, Chaos is a slight favorite. He's minus 115 uh, and minus 105. Basically, it's closer pick- to zero is the uh, favorite. Huh? No, no, no. The, the more negative it is, is the favorite, right? Yes. Okay, okay. I'm tripping. I'm, I'm trying to think some crazy math. That boy doing that OG gorilla math. Yo, don't take no bets from me. All I know <laughs> is this should be... If this goes a decision, I'm going to go pop some popcorn. That's all I got to say. What did we jump on? The Chaos Williams versus Randy Brown going to decision? Yes. 
That ain't going to decision. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Shouldn't. No. <clears throat> First of all, Randy Brown, that boy, that boy, he's skinny, but he big. Like, he tall. Mm-hmm. He long. I think that, uh, and chaos is fucking violent. So, this is going to be a scrap. Straight up. I'm taking the under one and a half. Think so? Under one and a half? Yep. I don't see this fight going two rounds at all. I would be shocked. The only way this fight goes two rounds is if both guys just gas themselves in the first round and they basically hug it out for two for three rounds. But if they go in there and they actually scrap and get it on, somebody's getting touched and somebody going to sleep, cuz. I mean that is a possibility. These guys like to swing. Yes. So therefore it is a possibility they gas themselves out and just Oh yeah, it's very possible. That's that can always happen where um Two fighters go in there and they give it all out. They go all out in the first round and they don't got nothing less. Left nothing left for um the rest of the fight. But if that does happen, I probably would lean toward Chaos Williams, given that he has a little bit more um wildness in him and his, his ability to like land big shots and put his opponents away. But Randy Brown is tall for his division, right? Like, he's like 6'3 or something, right? Yeah. And the rude boy got that. He knows how to use his reach. He's not going to just be content. Right. He doesn't going to be content with just, like, trying to defend or trying to like, defend takedowns or trying to um, just kickbox. I mean, to me, it really all depends on is the explosiveness of Williams going to get him in in there? That That's really what it depends on to me because I think the re- what is the reach difference? Probably like... Actually, the reach difference isn't that bad. It's 78 inches versus 77. Yeah, I was going to say um, Chaos Williams isn't a small guy either. Um, this should be a really good fight and I, there's a reason why I think... Um, I believe at least that Chaos will win. But, again, this is not discounting Randy Brown. Like I said, I think this might be under one and a half round banger for the fans. And enthusiasts. Well, the main event of the actual prelims is uh, Andre Fihalo against Cameron Van Camp. I don't know too much about Van Camp, but I remember Andre knocking out Caramel Thunder just recently. Quick turnaround, in my opinion, to be fighting so soon. Like, he fought last month. He didn't take no damage, though. He was eating a little bit. A little bit. He was eating a little bit. Nothing serious, though. Yeah, he was just kind of like, We'll see what happens. That's all I can say. We'll see what happens. He's I a heavy favorite. Fight. The other dude's a decent sized underdog. We'll see what happens. He got tattoos. He he fights. He got tattoos. He fights. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Cowboy Cerrone, Joe Lozon. Oh, we want to move the main card. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh. It's 19, that is a fantastic. Is fight. it nineteen 
99 all over again. Yo, is this a loser leaves town? Nah, like match? 2007. All right, 2007. I'll give you that. Loser leaves town match. That's what this is. I think this is supposed to be a, a winner and loser leaves town. Oh. I, I think that's what this is supposed to be because Don Cerrone's been on his last fight, according to Dana White, for the last four fights. He's still fun to watch, even though he's like super stiff and obviously can't win on the bottom. You know what I mean? I don't know where that came from. I don't even know what that meant. I'm just saying, I'm a little drunk right now. And I haven't slept in 24 hours. This should be good. What the hell are you doing? I don't know where I pulled that off from. That was random. Cerrone versus Lozon. I think... Um... Fuck. I, I feel... I think... I'm taking Lozon, bro. I think this is Cerrone's... He's done. Will we see at the end of another Cowboy? a long time, too, though. Wait, what, what'd you say? Will we see an end of another Cowboy? Yes. Because the Brazilian one was uh, recently released, and all we got left is the Australian and the Cowboy from America. American Cowboy gone. This is like the the Denver Cowboy. I think he's going to retire into the sunset, sell some weed. Drink some Bud Light, haul ass. Yep. And keep doing He'll He'll just chill at his ranch and keep putting on his little, what are they called, cowboy fights? His badass motherfucker uh, fight association or whatever. He has his amateur fights. Well, yeah, like dudes it does. coming over there with like the hay grass thing in their mouth or dip, ready to scrap. He has like Is that he actually saying? has his own uh, fight company where they actually put on fights. Um, but I think it's all amateur. Do they fight in like, like people that only have in Spurs? I wish that'd be fantastic. It, I wish uh, they would just put it in a bar and not even a cage. Nah, I'm curious. I want to know. Like, I really want to know. <laughs> All jokes aside, like, is it like, like dudes that like work in the ranch and stuff, and then they just go fight? Like, no, I think he's signing these signs. These guys. Oh, it's like legitimate he's, amateurs. Yeah. It, it's legitimate amateurs, or they might be like new, new pros, like people that are O and O and. 0-1-1, oh, 1-0, one, one, one oh. like those time. type fighters like, going uh, pro for the first time. Like Jorge's uh, league he got? Yeah, pretty much, only I think Jorge's getting a little further ahead with the actual marketing. Okay, okay. Because Jorge's is actually on, like, televised and shit. I think Cowboys is only <clears throat> on their website. Spike TV. Well, moving on, we got uh, OSP against Shogun. Ooh. Maybe like a rematch? Isn't that a rematch? Is it a rematch? Maybe if they fight like a long time ago? Maybe five or seven years ago this would be a good matchup, but now but now it's not. What? I did it again, didn't I? Oops. Sensational. Yeah, <laughs> hold your horses, Brittany. <laughs> Bro, this is insane. I'm telling you, man, I think I, I think I have low-level brain damage right now. What the hell did you do? It's not what I did, it's what I did not do. I did not sleep. Why? Okay. Um, it is a rematch. It is a rematch. My fault. My I'm fault. You, you yeah, because I felt like Shogun fought him a lot earlier. 
OSP one by KO. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm going with Shogun. You think he's gonna get it back? Yep. Nope. Over by just being big. And Shogun being old. That's the thing. Shogun's really not that old, is he? No. I think he's just worn the fuck out. You know, he's not old. He got city miles. Yeah, this is a rematch from 2014. We, we so you're right. talk about that city miles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but he yeah. is kind of old. He's 40. Oh, is he 40? He's 40. Damn. I've just always known Shogun as the young guy with all the miles, so I guess that shit carried on too long. He's not out, though. Aldo's the young guy with all the miles. Mm -hmm. He used to be though, cause like, what? Well, yeah, what? What? How old is Aldo? Like thirty six, thirty five? Yeah, Aldo should be in his fucking prime, but he was in his prime like a long time ago, cause he was fighting a long time ago. All right, but he's like, he should be. Let's move on to, in my opinion. One of the best fights of the night. Michael Chandler against B-Boy Tony Ferguson. El Man. Yeah, the boogeyman. So is, does, El, does Tony Ferguson turn to be back? Or is this over? Is this R.I.P. Tony? Oh, actually, hold on. Wait, wait. Time out. Uh, little Eddie Bravo wanted me to tell you. He's going to bet you push-ups that Tony Ferguson wins. Deal. Me or Brian? Brian. Deal. Deal. I don't know how many he's wagering, but little Eddie Bravo said, tell your boy, I got Tony. Blah, blah, blah. So I told you. On air. Tell him whatever you want to do. Just make it easy on himself. Because, um... You know, I, I I think Tony used to be awesome. I hope he turns the beat back and come back and do some magical shit. But um, ooh. I'm going with Chandler in this one, dog. This is ooh. this is the biggest. Uh, I'd call this one the biggest odds of the night for the main card. Plus three ten against minus four ten. Yep. Crazy, right? This is going to be very telling, too, because, like, I if Tony actually does, yeah, if, if Tony pulls this shit out, though, this is, like, a career rejuvenator for him. Turn to but He's on the skid can right he now. do it? He just hasn't looked the same in a long time. I mean, where where is Darius? What happened to him? I know he got Darius, hurt, right? Yeah, he was supposed to fight somebody, but he got hurt. Islam. Yes. The, the replacement for that fight um, was is Islam. Is, is, wait, he's supposed to fight Islam, right? He's going to fight he Islam was. again. Oh. Well, you remember, uh, Islam didn't take the RDA fight. So right. Dana was like, now, player, you getting booked with Islam or Darius again. Going back. Yep. I like it. Um, Who you got though, Mo? On the Chandler versus Ferguson, though. Yeah, I'm going with Tony, man. I got two. 
I got to. I can't. I just. I just don't want to see him go out like this, man. <laughs> like, yo, you went on this long, what was it, 11, 12 fight win streak? Trip over a cord. We don't get to see the fight that we all wanted to see. And now you're just taking L's left and right. Right. I got it's nothing against here. Chandler, though. I like Chandler. Chandler's it's a good fighter. It's hard out here. I just feel like Tony got some out of the box skill set that, uh, and he's tough. He took enough time off. I feel his brain and everything should be back to normal from taking all the damage that he took because he was taking fights. I feel too soon after the Gaethje fight because didn't he fight Oliveira like immediately, like after, like a few months later. That should have been like six months to, or longer for him to like rest. Yeah, especially after doing like the weight cut and then going into the, the fight for the Gaethje. Two weight cuts, yeah. yeah, the two weight cuts for the fight for Gaethje. Now, here and we then, are. Here we are. I think it was like 2020, right? 2020 May, Jacksonville, no attendance mm-hmm. because of COVID. Tony, for the Gaethje one, yeah. yeah Tony took, he took some damage. I don't know. I don't know if y'all saw it, but I saw it. Yeah. And then towards the end of the year, November, December, he went against Oliveira after that. And his arm got it's gone. Like he got shipped off to wherever Brazil, wherever whatever favela uh Charlie Olive lives in. And then his whole hips and butt got taken out from them takedowns by Darius, so now, I feel like he's put back together and he's ready. I'm pretty sure he's, like, doing some head spins, probably working on his flares and stuff on the side while he's training. So, we might see this guy do, like, some footwork to a crazy scissor leg takedown on Chandler. I'm just joking. It ain't going to happen. It, he's healed. I mean, the thing that's holding me back for it is... He just hasn't been the same, and him being 38 now, I don't know. Yeah, I could attest you don't heal as fast as you used to. Yeah, like him being 38 now, I don't know if he can he can pull off. And I am the hugest Tony Ferguson fan. That's my boy. I have a hard time saying this about him, but Chandler might get this one. I'll, I'll, I want Ferguson to win. I'll go with Tony. Hands down. I have to. But I think Chandler's going to. What about Kamara? Chandler needs this too, though. What's up? So Chandler needs this win too. Okay. Because I mean, what what's his record right now? He's on a losing streak too, right? We lost Mo. Where's Mo? He's a breakdancing turtle right now, currently. Hmm. Well, you I mean, on a two fight losing streak, but. He's still one and two in the UFC, so if he loses to Tony Ferguson, people are gonna really doubt his skill. What happened to Mosey? I don't know. We lost his video and we don't hear him. We having all kinds of technical difficulties right now. I got my job calling me. We got we got your microphone issues that we were having earlier. <laughs> 
Dude, yeah, this is rough. He's having some technical difficulties. I'm going to be passing out as we speak. I see this. This is very bad. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to go lay down. Probably should. I can't even stay awake. It's probably for the best. What happened? Um, Ashley, asleep. But I'm passing out. I'm going in and out of, in and out of consciousness. I feel like Drake right now. All right, take take yourself to bed. Me and Mark will carry on. Ashley, the show. Yeah. We we will I'm carry on. Cheers, my brother. Frago. Brian Cheers. I'm taking Carla. I'm taking Carla. 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 Sparza. Carla. Yes, I'm taking Carla. Andrew. Charlie Oliveira, and still. And on that note, plus let's get good night. It. Zip up the sleeping bag. <laughs> Zip, Zip up awesome. the sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, it's just me and my brother now. Literally. Yes. My other brother didn't sleep in a long time, but okay. So where were we? Chandler and Ferguson? Yeah, we were finishing up Chandler and Ferguson. Alright, so yeah, I want I want Tony to definitely catch the dub, but I mean, they're both coming off like some losses. Right. That's what I was trying to talk to Brian about before he fell asleep on me. <clears throat> like, did he fall asleep on camera? Oh, yeah, he's been in and out. Like, oh. he fucked up right now. Yeah, I can tell. But, okay. Yeah, he, he tired as hell. Either way, I like Chandler to lose. <laughs> no, I like Chandler. He's he's a good dude. Like, hey, coming into the UFC, he, he sparked. I was going to call him TJ Hooker. Is that even a fire? No, right? Dan Hooker. He sparked him I mean, real quick. Got a title opportunity. That's great for a Bellator guy, right? Right. And from there, it just... It's not like he's lackluster. He puts on a show. Like he, he's, he's a good fighter. It's just, in my opinion, I hate to say it, he came from the B leagues, right? And let's be honest, though. Like most of the people that actually came over from Bellator, with the exception of like one who failed miserably, and I was so disappointed about it. Um, they've done well. The few, there's only been a few that's came over from Bellator, but the ones that came over, they did well. Like you got a uh, Volkov. He's done well for himself. Uh, you got Eddie Alvarez became champ. He's probably the best example. Because him and Chandler had some wars. Oh, yeah. Him and Chandler were fucking killers. And to be honest, if we got Chandler a little earlier... Actually, Chandler right now is a fucking killer. Even his losses, he was a fucking dog. Like, Who did... Uh, <laughs> what was the name? Will, it wasn't Will Smith. Will Brooks? Will Brooks is the one I was sad about because I thought he was going to be a fucking killer. Did he beat Chandler or Eddie Alvarez back in the day? You remember he, he won beat the title off of one of them. Chandler. 
Okay. Because Eddie Alvarez was already in the UFC. Okay. Yeah, he had or, a lot of potential. I think that's right. That was what, like... I think that's right. Seven, eight years ago or something? He failed. I had all the fucking hype for him. Because, I mean, after seeing the wars between Eddie Alvarez and Michael Chandler, and then seeing Eddie Alvarez actually compete at a high level in the UFC, and seeing that Will Brooks was coming over after defeating Chandler, I was like, oh my god, this guy's gonna fucking take over. And, yeah. Wasn't he, like, what, four and out? He got yeah, one like win. One decision win or something. Yeah, he was like one and three and then out. Yeah. Well, yeah. This next fight. And you haven't heard shit about him since. The rematch of this next one, though. I love it. What do you think? Their division is. Is there a lot of movement in their division? Is there a lot of movement? Like, do you think it's going to change hands for title wise? No, no, no. I'm like curious. Like, Who's a, okay? Yeah, there is. There is contender. Ah. Hey, Mackenzie Dern got ranked up to four. Wow. The strawweight division is the best female division. Period. Period. Yeah. There's no argument on it. Like yeah. the it, it's the most stacked. It's the most competitive. And is the most entertaining to watch. I love Shevchenko, but her competition is not on her level. So it's just meh. Hey, what what division was uh, Andrade fighting in just recently? Was it 135 again? Uh, I think she fought her last fight. Yeah. The one where she <clears throat> got the standing uh, choke on, him, on the girl. I'm not going to lie. I didn't see that fight. I didn't see it either. I, I was a couple fight cards behind. Same. Being honest. Well, whatever, whatever division she's fighting in, she's going to be a problem. She's always well, there. She, she also said that she will fight any division. Sure. She will fight 125, 115, or 135. That's she good. don't care. That's good. She said she'll fight at one... She made a joke about it because she said she'll fight at uh, one forty-five because it's nothing but fighting a one twenty or thirty-five or anyways. So, so with this fight with Rose and Carla, the rematch of the Ultimate Fighter finale, many, 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 many years ago, for the strawweight title, actually. Yes, I'm going with uh, Rose, bro. Like, I feel like she evolved way more. That's how I feel. I agree. Carla is still a beast. She's still good. She's still good. And I think she did sure up. I think she sure up some of her problems. Like, she could not. I think if you had Carla versus Joanna again, it'd be a completely different fight. Yeah. Carla might get her this time. I think she'll Carla be able to might get her actually get downs this time. Right. That's how I feel, too. So, I, And I think she's tougher. Like, now she's been in those wars, so she knows where to be. Or how to react to it. Before, she was just so overwhelmed. She didn't know what the fuck to do. Uh, the only thing I question in this fight, and I think it's going to be the deciding factor, is Rose's mental toughness. Is she going to let the loss that she had at Carla's hands before, that dominant loss that she got, get in her way? 
normally I say I would say it's been so long, it's not a big deal. She's a much better fighter now. But if anything, the one thing Rose has shown, the only weakness I've ever seen her show is her mental weakness. So, I don't know. I'm still going with Rose. I think she can pull it off. I think she's going to try to make a statement with this fight, to be honest. But I'm not going to discount Carla at all in this one. And I'm not a huge fan of Carla. Decision. Finish. Decision. I don't see... I don't know. Rose could get a submission. That's... I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, I say... The way I, I think it's going to be a decision. Is decision. With Rose, I don't know. I see Carla winning by submission. Really? I think she could get it done by submission. I, I don't know. I just feel like Rose got so much better. Like, you know? I, I think she's better, but... I also think that the only thing that got better on her is her striking. That's definitely the thing that got a lot better. But I, I just don't know. Her submission game was already good, but I also see that Carla's stronger than she used to be. I think Carla can out just out wrestle her and out like strong on her strong arm her is basically what I'm thinking. So there's a possibility for a rear naked and there's also a possibility for like a Kimura or a Keylock. How crazy would this be? Carla wins, and then when Wei Li and uh, Joanna fight, Joanna wins, and we get a rematch of that one. Crazy, right? Before the year's over. Not going to lie, that would be ideal. I wouldn't even mind watching Wei Li versus uh, Carla. That's an interesting matchup, actually. That is an interesting matchup. I like that. Oh yeah, let's, let's go into this main event for the lightweight title for the men's division. Yes, sir. We all know how this should play out. I mean, on paper, we already know what Gaethje's trying to do. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about that. And Charles over here talking about like, I'm gonna knock him out. You know what I mean? Like, what? Normally, I would what? laugh at that, but Charles has gotten some weird KOs. Hey, man, he defended his belt. That's all I he defended say. his belt. He, he's he got some weird KOs in his career, and he's hurt some people I didn't think he could hurt. So, I, I wouldn't be a hunt or, like, super surprised if he... Well, I would be surprised because Gaethje's got a fucking chin. Yes. So if Oliveira can knock him out, then I'm just... I, I don't know what the fuck to do in that situation, to be honest. I guess it would be the same as if Gaethje got a triangle choke on him. I, like... Yo. <laughs> if Gaethje wins by submission, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what, what, like, what just happened? I just don't know, man. It, it's like... I feel Trevor Whitman's gonna come in here with like the the best game plan possible, and Gaethje's gonna follow it. That's the thing, though. Is he gonna follow it? He has been, 
but the 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 only times that Gaethje has followed the the game plan to the T is when there was no crowd. Do you think he will play into the crowd and just start slugging? So you're saying he's only did it once? Yes. <laughs> what? I mean, can you think of another time? <laughs> he dismantled him too with that no uh-huh. crowd. That no crowd Gaethje was a fucking killer. My goodness. So does a small crowd when he fought uh, Habib, right? It was a small crowd. Just just the richest of the rich in Dubai. Just enough to cheer? Yeah. To mess his head up? Well, actually, he did pretty well in that fight following the game plan, too, but it was Habib. Yeah, exactly. It was Habib. Where is this at? Phoenix? Oh, my goodness. Oh, they're going to be off the chain in there. Oh, yeah. It's legal over there, so, yeah, they're going to be off the chain. <laughs> my goodness. Ooh. It's going to be a good one, though. Uh, I'm actually going to pick Olives on this one, though. That's what I'm going with, too. I'm all about the Whitman camp, but Olives has inspired me, and he's I have confidence in him in this fight. I've doubted him too many times and gotten the wrong end of that. Yeah, I did it twice. Actually, three times. Hey, if you if you went by my picks, he would never be champ. <laughs> like so I apologize Olives I apologize for calling you Olives but I can't help it but hey man I'm going with you this time I'm riding with you this time with him the main thing that always got me was like when he was fighting at featherweight he lost to people he shouldn't have lost to at featherweight yeah mainly like Anthony Pettis. I hate to say it. I like Pettis, but he should never have lost to Pettis. Yeah, I mean, he he got he got bopped by Max, but he was part of the resume. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And he beat a lot of people at featherweight. I mean, Ricardo Lamas, you don't get subbed by him, bro. You know what I'm saying? You don't get subbed by him. Right. And then he went on. Like, I'm looking at his thing. He subbed uh, Will Brooks. <laughs> but then he fought, uh, ooh, Jesus, the Irish Dragon. I mean, dude, he's tough. I mean. Yeah. Felder's Paul, not an easy out for anyone. Paul Felder, I don't know what it was with him, man. Like, if he would have went to a different camp, I don't know. He might have been champ. You never know because he's tough and he could do a lot of stuff. I honestly think the only thing that held him back, and this is my honest opinion, was commentating. You think he liked it too much? I think he he found out that he was great at commentating. He was probably making more money commentating than he was fighting. And so the focus was more on commentating than it was his actual fights. So he was more fighting just because he loved to fight than anything else. Because this motherfucker's tough. Remember when he had a fucking collapsed lung and he still went a couple more rounds? That was against who, Barboza? 
I think that was against Barboza. The f- second what? one or the first one? Second. He won that one too. Mm-hmm. With a collapsed lung. Alright, I'm just looking over Oliver's little record he got. Resume? Right yeah. Dude. If he didn't Tony really Ferguson, lose to Scrubs. If Tony Ferguson would have tapped, you know how many fights in a row he would have a finish in? That's true. And he should. Tony Ferguson should have tapped. Well, I don't know how his arm survived. His arm is in Brazil right now. Right. Like, I don't know. He coming out with using, the fucking, but, fucking Winter Soldier arm? I don't fucking know. It ain't his arm, it's somebody else's. Yeah, Gaethje, I mean, Styles makes fights, right? So this fight, we know where it's, who's got the advantage, supposedly. You can't really do MMA math because if that was the case, Olives wins because he beat Dustin who beat Gaethje. Am I right? Can't right. do that here. Can't do that here. Not at all. So, man, I, I'm I'm going with uh, Du Bronx, but yeah, I'm going with Charlie Olives too. I, w- I wouldn't put no money on this one. This is not one of those those bets that I could do. Hell no. In all honesty, it's like normally you'd be like, hey, if this this stays standing, you want to give it all to Gaethje. But you would have said the same thing for. Uh, Poirier. Well, he was holding his own against Poirier. Yeah. If it goes down to the ground, which the only person that's ever done that to uh, Gaethje in a successful sense was Habib. But not saying that Olives can't. Then obviously Olives has the prowess for it. Yeah, I feel that. Charles got the ground game by like miles. Right. So in my head this is Olive's fight to win. But Gaethje is never counted out and he can just come in and fucking starch him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't ever count him out. He's got that uh what do you, what do they call it? The X factor. He's got the X factor. Right. But also, Charles would like, I'm pretty sure he could get something slick in real quick. He could get a slick choke real quick. Like, if he even, like, stuns him a little bit and Gaethje stumbles back to his butt or something, falls on his back, it could be over. He could just sink something in really fast. Yeah, that's pretty much how I see Olive's winning. To me, it's like the stand-up might be the same, but the power goes to Gaethje. But the, you know, the striking itself, like in a hole, I'm not too sure. Because Charles, he's been in the game for a while, and he stands up with whoever. So, it's there. Gaethje has great takedown defense, though. So, I don't think he's going to shoot in and chain wrestle his way down. I think Gaethje will do enough. To defend that, because it's it's not Habib. Habib, right. you know, Habib. He's once he gets a hold of you, you're going to the ground. 
Unless you're caught. My prediction. Hurting. Yeah. My prediction is Gaethje's going to win the stand-up. Gaethje's going to mostly win the stand-up, but Olives is going to pull out some random-ass elbow or sneaky-ass hook that's going to stumble Gaethje, and that's going to get him his full takedown. That's how Olives is going to get it to the ground and get the choke in, in my head. But I, I see him getting pieced up before that by Gaethje. If Gaethje comes in with no crowd Gaethje, if no crowd Gaethje comes in there and fights a technical battle against Olives, Olives has no chance in my head. <laughs> so they- no crowd Gaethje shows up, Olives is done. That's 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 how we're gonna call them now. Yes. You know how we got like uh, W E C Aldo, C <laughs> level Kane. Yeah. No crowd Gaethje. No that's crowd Gaethje. Mm-hmm. We gotta have another one. Isn't there another one? There's gotta be another one. For Gaethje? No, no, no. I'm saying in general. C level <laughs> Kane, W C Aldo. There's gotta uh, be another one. Isn't there another one? There's oh, a man. couple of them, right? Blonde Brunson. Oh, well. Yeah. 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 Well, well Blonde Brunson did lose to Cannoneer. Mm hmm. Yeah. By the way, I think uh, we all pretty much are going with the same picks, right? Except for Brian's going uh, Cookie Monster, right? Yeah, Brian's going Cookie Monster, which isn't a terrible choice. No, it's not. Not at all. That one's actually surprising for me. You want to talk about these uh, leaks? Yeah, let's get to it. Know talk about. There's a lot of uh, rumors and leaks and I got, I got interesting look at stuff going around. Oh, yeah, I'm pulling it up now on my phone. Because those leaks was... Very spicy. Yeah, it's spicy. All right, let's let's uh talk about the one closest to us, the one that's actually almost filled out. The one that they started announcing right after these leaks came out. Like we know about the Adesanya and Cannoneer fight. We know about the Strickland and I'm not sure how to say his name Pereira. Yeah, Alex Pereira. Did I rule my R's good enough? I think you did all right. I'm gonna get fired by the Spanish community. You're like, you're not Spanish no more. Go away. And uh, uh, Munoz and O'Malley fight, right? Misha Tate yeah. and Lauren Murphy was wasn't that like something before? Is rumored? Or I don't think that was rumored. No? Um, that one's interesting to me though because that means Misha Tate is dropping to well. Either Misha Tate's dropping to 125, which I think is a good move for her. I thought that's what she was doing. No? Is she? I, I didn't pay attention to her enough I like that. I thought it was after the last fight with uh, Vieira, I believe. Mm-hmm. She decided to move down. Well, that's a good fight for her, then. I think Lauren Murphy's a good matchup for her. And then the other one. At 125. And that puts her in the top three right off the bat if she wins that. Of course. And the... Uh, the co-main event of this July 2nd pay-per-view. That's... Is is it still International Fight Week? That week? 
I always consider the July cards International Fight Week. They pushed it back last year, though, to like all yeah. September. I mean, it's, we were in pandemic mode, so. Really yeah, so I don't know what they're going to do about it this, this year either, though. Do they have a... Do they have a place where that one's at yet? Las Vegas. Then it makes sense to be International Fight Week, then. Well, it's Chimaev against Nate Diaz for the co-main event, if this leak is accurate. Yes. That fight... Ooh, man. Ooh, man, because Nate Diaz is definitely the dude to stop a hype train. Whether he wins or loses. Literally. Right. He just steals the hype anyways. Like, Doesn't if, even matter. If this fight's three rounds, alright. He might win it in the eyes of everybody in the last 25 seconds. You know? That's all he needs. All he, he needs, needs is one seconds solid of success. And a point and a laugh. And he he wins. I think it's a great fight to build off Chemaev if he wins. Like, okay, I beat Nate Diaz. Honestly, his his close fight with Gilbert Burns, that, that should be enough. I figured him against Kobe would have been great. But the whole, I think, legal issues and everything going yeah. on with Kobe is what's going to like stop that. And I'm pretty sure Chemaev says... I don't care about him. I want to fight. Get me in there. Blah, blah, blah. Makes sense. Right? Then you got Nate Diaz over here asking for a fight forever. And now what can he say? Am I right? Right. Can't really say So I, I think this is the perfect fight for the UFC. Yep. Because, A, it's going to build Chemayev, period. Because, let's be honest, after seeing Chemayev work uh, Gilbert Burns the way that he did. He is the favorite to win that fight. He should be, at least. But, you know, it'll get rid of Nate Diaz's one fight. It'll teach Nate Diaz a lesson, because they're going to send him out on one of the hardest fights he could have booked. And, yeah, everyone wins. Shemayev's going to get a good payday. Uh... Nate Diaz is going to get a good payday. Nate Diaz can go to boxing or whatever he's planning on doing. Go hang out with Jake Paul, whatever. Uh, and then Shamayev can move on. I don't think Kobe Covington is as big of a fight for Shamayev as Nate Diaz. I think Nate Diaz has a bigger name, so therefore more money. Uh, Kobe, I don't think, is ready to fight, nor does he want that fight. Yeah. I don't know what Kobe's going to do, honestly. He might fight Gilbert Burns instead. You know? I don't hate that either. I'd like to see Gilbert Burns knock him out. Or he might fight Bully B. You never know. That's a very intriguing matchup to me. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, I don't know who I'd pick in that one, to be honest. Because they're kind of similar, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? They are. I would say overall I would pick Kobe Covington in that fight. Overall. Kill wise. Alright, but the other fight on there. We know about the Strickland against Pereira fight. Mm-mm. That puts them both on track 
if Alex wins and Israel wins. That sets up some glorified story, enough marketing for them to make this a new person coming up in the division for Izzy. It's like perfect for him. It's like this July 2nd card is perfect for him. Yeah. And I don't yeah, know. That, that... You think Strickland style like falls into like the the perfect storm for uh Pereira? You get what I'm saying? Falls into his countering? Yeah. Cuz he's a volume guy. He's a volume and put or forward pressure guy, so that uh, I also feel like Strickland's more of a smothering type guy, which goes against the counter. Bro, that dude's uh, left hook is nasty. <laughs> That's what right. I gotta say. Ask Izzy about it. <laughs> this my dog. I'm still not fully sold on him, though. I think, like, this is too big of a jump for him. But it's a good matchup. I think it's a good matchup, but I don't think it's too much of a jump because I feel like a wrestler, like, if he fights Rob, Vittori... He's going down. I agree. Like, this is the best setup they can do for Alex Pereira to get that Izzy versus Alex fight. I'm just saying out of Alex Pereira's previous fights, he doesn't impress me enough to think that he should be this high up on the card. That's all. Yeah. But if you're going to have a perfect storm, this is the perfect storm for him. It's It's a hit or bust for him. They're either going to get their Izzy fight or they're not. And Strickland's going to get the winner of whoever of uh, Izzy and Cannoneer. Well, looking at the other leaks, it's... I, w- I don't know. They're, it is what it is with all the other leaks. You get the London or the UK card, the next one. The only one that really stands out to me is supposedly the July 30th with John Jones and Stipe. I don't think that's going to happen on July 30th. I don't think it is either just because of what Stipe said and yeah. John Jones said. But you never know. It could be that uh, they're throwing out smoke. You never know. I personally, because I follow Stipe and everything, I don't think he's really been training, <laughs> to like be honest. Chilling. He's just been chilling, hanging out with his family, uh, streaming online, doing his firefighter thing. And I think that he knows that's a big fight for him, so I don't think he will be ready until September. So I, I think July 30th is a little too soon. Uh, other than that, uh, Ankalaya versus Smith, that's a good fight. That's that cool. one was out there rumored. And then the other one that was uh, John O'Malley versus Pedro Munoz. If it happened, that one's happened. been officially... No, that one's been officially oh, announced. That's happening. I I was quite surprised. I was like, look at him taking ranked fights. Oh, he is ranked now. But we'll see what happens with him. I gotta see it to believe it. No, I I'm hoping for Munoz to just annihilate him. <laughs> Personally. You ready to call it? Yeah, we can call it on that. Alright, on that note. Zip it up. Zip it up. And zip it out.
la 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 la